So here's a little disclaimer before we get things started. 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 Before we get things started. What's up, everybody? Everybody. <laughs> Hello. I hate. I hate doing podcasts so with sorry. you. <laughs> we are back, and child, we are black. Yeah. Show enough whack. Um, no. <laughs> my name is Musa. I'm Josh. This is our podcast. Welcome. Welcome. So yeah. My niggas and others. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So we're back, and it's Black History Month. Yes. And I wanted to take some time to um, just check in with each other um, because, you know, it's good to check in every now and then. And and, and so, Josh, how are you doing? <laughs> how are I, you doing? I am great. I am alive. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm ready to go on my vacation that is happening you go on vacations more than a little white lady. <laughs> Look, you know, it feel like it's like every time I get on the episode, it's like I'm going on vacation. Mm-hmm. And I am. <clears throat> That's what happens when you work hard. Um, yeah, but I'm I celebrate my birthday every month, you know, um, in February. So I will be in Puerto Rico. It's a good place to be. Yes. Trying to find me a Puerto Rican poppy. <laughs> <laughs> Child, good luck with that. Uh, Be careful, child. Bring him home anyway. <clears throat> oh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's America over there. You ain't, <laughs> but he across the water. It's okay. It's it's the same thing. Do you know it's America? I know Josh, it's America. Did you know but that Puerto Rico was America? It's not it's what it not, is. It's a different country. No, it's, it's not. not. No, it's you sure? It's, it is. It is. Um, it is um, U.S. I know it's territory. Territory, but the dollars are the same. You not. You not. You not gonna child, be. A, you can take a dollar to Mexico and spend it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know exactly. No. So. So. So yes. From. From a. <sighs> Jesus. It's Puerto Rico is a complete. It, it is. It. It is a different country in that. Um, just. The, yeah. the the traditions are different. It's, yeah. it's you know so the it's U.S. territory, but right. like let's be clear, it's a whole different world and it's beautiful. Yes. Um, so yeah, because you've been, I, I yeah I, I was there. I yeah. was over there, uh, <laughs> over there with the people. Them, um, so yeah, it's been um, it's been a good few few weeks, I guess. Um, I have all of a sudden so much to talk about. Uh-uh. Um, so. By the time this airs, this will have been um, weeks ago. <laughs> um, but let me tell you something that happened. And I'm going to be very sensitive about this because um, it's a very sensitive subject. But um, I'm glad I held off with, with talking to you about this um, to now. Mm-hmm. So, as you know, I'm a member of Alpha Phi Alpha. Oh, okay. and, um, <laughs> and so... Um, the undergraduate chapter here um, at my university where I work um, 
just recently put on our um, Miss Black and Gold, Miss Black and Old Gold scholarship pageant. And so this is a pageant for young ladies. Um, true to its name, they get a scholarship, yeah. yeah. Um, I believe the the total now is up to the winner receives a thousand dollars. So that's okay. that's money. Yeah. Um, and I think the runner up gets five hundred dollars, and then so on and so forth. So, um, so I have been on both sides of the pageant where like not I ain't been in the pageant but mm, okay. but um but um participating in the pageant as an alpha and then hosting and judging the pageant. So um I've I've seen all sides of it, you know, from the preparation uh to the 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 performance and production to judging. So I was asked by the young brothers to um judge this year and I've judged before so I, it wasn't anything that um, I couldn't do so I told them yeah I'll do it mm. so the first portion of the pageant was um, or interviews we had we interviewed each of the young ladies um, there were seven young ladies I I'm not gonna get in trouble for telling this story because and and it's just I'm just gonna be real um, there were seven young ladies and where do they come from? Like, are they from the school? Yeah, from here. Oh, okay. from, from from the university. Yeah, um, all in varying majors um, and and um, um, from the range of like I think eighteen eighteen to like twenty two. That mm-hmm. was like kind of the range. So, um, interviewed all of them. Um, they're all very different, all very unique in their own way, and um, so when it's. Now, the judges, there were four judges. This is where things get a little hairy. There were three guys and one woman. Mm. So, um, but I, I didn't think I didn't think anything of that at the time, you know. So, uh, we get to the pageant, you know, and the judges, we had our table in the center of, of, of the ballroom, and the girls came out, each one of them, and we judged them with, with sheets. We had sheets that had the criteria on the sheets. Um, and... You know, you, you probably can't share what the criteria is. Hmm? You can't share what the criteria is. I don't know, but I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Um, well, so I'm, I'm trying to tell the story. It, it's it's a because um, it builds. So, okay, go ahead. So I'm gonna I'm build on it, uh, and I, I think I can share some of the things. But um, the the night was was it was it was a good night because this was the first pageant that that the brothers um, had done since COVID, um, and so and this was also their first pageant because they're new brothers. Um, so it didn't come without its hiccups, but, um, on the whole, it was a successful pageant or so I thought. So they crowned the winner. Um, and, um, it was, you know, I was, I was, I was happy for her. Um, I didn't know, I didn't know any of those young ladies. I didn't know any of them before, um, Saturday. I had never seen them before. Um, and, and that was also a shock to me because, you know, when I first came back here in 2015, even though I was older than all of the students, I still knew a few of them, like from a friend of a friend or something like that. Mm. But I am officially old. I know <laughs> I didn't know any of these girls. I didn't know what organizations they were a part of. I didn't know people that knew them. I knew none of them. And it was it was weird. So, you know, I was like, you know, this it, this happens, you know. You get old, you know. <laughs> and, yes. and so... Um, they, I said they crowned a winner, and uh, that was it, or so I thought. So 
woke up at, you know, in the morning uh, that next day, it was, a, it was Sunday, and I was getting text messages from some of the younger brothers. And they were telling me that some of the, some of the young women were upset um, about a comment that was made. This is going to be good. <laughs> um, Did you make the comment? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. So, um, so let me let me back up a little bit. Again, there were four judges, mm-hmm. and each of us had had um, uh, judging sheets. Now, I will say this: um, in the in the years that I've been a part of the pageant on on campus, we've never had a swimsuit competition, um, oh. a portion of it. But at the regional and the national level. You there is a swimsuit competition, so they started adding it to our campus, you know, because it's like might as well compete now so okay. that you're ready for later. That makes sense. Now, now I'm gonna tell you, like, I don't feel comfortable judging young women in bathing suits, okay. not because I'm prude, but because I understand that we all have different body types and and everybody looks different in a bathing suit, and so so the criteria on the bathing suit was not about their bodies, mm-hmm. but but you were deducted points. We deducted points if there was too much, like. Booty meat showing, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So like, it, you know, tasteful. yeah, that okay. right. And so, um, we'll get to that. It's so this is a, this, this, yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, because there's a lot, there's a lot to say on this. Um, and um, if anyone is listening that that met me, please know I'm gonna be as respectful as possible. But me and my best friend, we talk about stuff, talk about everything. Yeah. So yeah, we'll be okay. You'll uh, be. <laughs> Oh, oh, it gets. Oh, please, uh, listen. God dropped this on here for us because we we didn't have nothing, nothing to talk oh, about. So okay, so I was getting phone calls from the brothers saying that some of the women were upset, and I couldn't, I I couldn't imagine. Well, first of all, I was like, well, typical because it's a competition. Somebody got to lose. Right. Somebody mad. You know? Yeah. So, um, all of our comments, all of the comments that I made. Um, about the young women in their attire or their talent, I put it on the sheet. So the four of us were the four of us judges were sitting at a table. Not once did we, you know, share notes and compare notes mm. and make comments. It was very like we we wrote our notes and put and after we tallied all of our scores, every category they would take them, put them in a folder, and walk away with with the, with the with the ballots. So we didn't see each other's each other's um, notes. Right, so right. <clears throat> I answered the phone after one of the brothers called me. He said, "Brother, we have a problem. Um, one of the young women um, is really upset because of some comments that someone made to her." And I immediately, my ears perked up because I said, "I ain't talking to nobody." Right. And so, what happened was. <clears throat> One of the judges who is not affiliated with Alpha Phi Alpha or our chapter at all, the chapter, undergraduate chapter, excuse me, um, he, um, he made a comment to one of the, um, the contestants who was a Nigerian sister and um, essentially told her that he was rooting for her, um, but in so many words, she was not as refined as the y- other young ladies, and Uh-oh. yes, wow. and that her accent um, was was um, a problem, um, and that all of the judges felt the same way. Oh, so so first of all, that's a problem, right? Because he spoke for you. He spoke for me. For everybody else. For everybody else, <laughs> Josh. When I tell you that I just met this man for the very first time, I didn't know him, and also, like as I said earlier. 
we didn't deliberate. Mm-hmm. We didn't say anything about any of those girls to each other, like at all. At the pageant, we didn't even we we may have looked at each other a few times, you know, and talk about the food and the fettuccine alfredo and why I couldn't eat it because I'm vegan, <laughs> um, which I was really mad about. Um, they need to be more inclusive next time uh, with their food. <laughs> um, but um, I didn't look to to the judge on the on the left of me, which was the gentleman that made the comment, and the young woman to the right of me. I didn't look to any of them and deliberate about about the contestants. We didn't do that. And furthermore, the young lady didn't have an accent. She didn't. She did not have an accent. But it points to a bigger problem. We're gonna get there. Um, it points to a bigger issue among. Um, Black Americans, you know, Americans who who whose parents or grandparents have been born in in the United States, and uh, parents, of, I mean, uh, children of immigrants, right. you know, whose parents were born in West Africa. There is some some blind. There are some blind spots there, and so um, when I heard the news, I was livid. Um, so um, I met with her, and um, via via Zoom, and Josh, she was. She was broke down. Mm. She was upset. And I was emotional because she I I knew one the one thing I knew about her, she don't she she not she wasn't she wasn't into like the whole pageant thing, but she brought her whole self to the pageant. Right. She she competed. She was absolutely gorgeous, you know, and she was stepping out of her comfort zone to do something that was important, you know, and and she felt beautiful because she was beautiful. But one person told her something, and it changed everything. Yeah. And so, um, I was, I was mad, and I let her know that what was said to her was not a, a reflection of how I felt about her, uh, or you know, like I said, I didn't talk to any of the other judges, so I can't speak for them. But if I could speak for them. Aside from the gentleman that said what he said, mm-hmm. I could imagine that they that they thought the same things that they were that they weren't looking at her, you know, judging her accent. Right. Um, so it spread like wildfire, child, because she wasn't the only Nigerian sister in the pageant. There was another one. There's another sister who's Nigerian, and once she told her, then they told all the other girls, mm-hmm. and so it goes deeper than this because the pageant winner um, was a light skinned sister. And so, it's, wait, but wait, 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 I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you. Um, so then the young women started citing colorism as the reason why the young girl won. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say this, and, I, and I, don't, I don't care whose feelings it hurts. I met that, the young woman who won. I met her for the very first time on Saturday. She's flawless. Like, like, I'm not talking about her looks. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about her, her stage presence, her talent, her, like, her poise, her charisma, she was like, she scared me. She was just like, she was that girl. Mm-hmm. And she, she stood on her, on her own too. Like she's like, she, she, you knew what she was about. When, when she walked into the room, when we interviewed her that morning, I, like I said, that was the very first time I ever met her in life. I said, Oh, she's a problem. Mm-hmm. Like she, like this, this, this young woman knows. Like she knows what she wants, and she's going for and she it. She came to win, sure. And, you know, she couldn't help that she light skinned. Like you know, but <laughs> right. I want to be sensitive. I want to be right. sensitive to this because because perception becomes reality. Yeah. So if if someone tells you that they think that you could be more refined and that your accent was a problem and that that's why you didn't stand out, 
and that person um, goes and tells other young women that this is, these are the sentiments of the judges of the pageant who happen to be three men and one woman, which is a problem yeah. because there's no reason why there should have been three of us there. But I, 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 I blame that on, you know, lack of preparation. You know, they, the young, they're, they're, these, are, these brothers are young. They didn't think it through. They weren't thinking. Um, so they'll fix that next time. Um, but so these young women hear that who they are and what they bring is, is not enough. And of course, of course they're upset. Of course they feel like they've been, you know, picked apart because of the color of their skin. And what's sad about it is that we are all black people yeah. on that panel. The sister to my right, Biracial, um, I believe her her dad is black, her mom is white. Uh, she was a former Miss Black and Gold uh, winner at at the school at her her um, her undergraduate uh, school, her alma, our alma mater. And so, when the young woman, so when I spoke to the young woman who who um, was the, the initially offended, um, and she said, you know, I just feel like it's colorism. I was I was gentle with her because. I understood she was hurting, but I was very firm in saying, let me tell you something about me. I didn't judge anyone based on the color of their skin. Now, I know that as humans, we have blind spots, and I know that it's easy to fall into this, this belief that, that light skin equals beauty mm-hmm. or light skin equals talent, but y'all all came to, play, y'all all came to win. I can't speak for the judges to the right or to the left of me, but what I can say was that I wasn't looking at y'all's skin color. Like, did you sing that note right? Did you hit that step? Did you do that? that <laughs> did you do that turn? That point? That point turn like you're supposed to do? Yeah. Did you point your toe? Uh-uh. Were, you, were, were you were you making eye contact? Were you breathing in between your phrases when you were singing? Were you natural? Were you a robot? I looked for all of those things, and you know, I can't speak for everybody. But I can honestly say that my parents didn't raise me like that. And, so, and, and, and I know that people, sometimes society is what, what causes you to look at light skin, lighter skinned black people um, in a more favorable way. I understand that that happens, but that's, just, that's not who I am. Right. And I was, I've never been that way, you know? Um, so, so we have this issue of colorism, you know? And it's a very real thing. And that's, why, and that's where I, I couldn't get mad at them for... for um, for citing colorism as the reason why that young woman won because of what they perceived. Um, because had home, but, but here's, let's be very honest and I'm trying to be very sensitive about it because I know that there's probably a better way I could, I could come at this, but I'm not going to police my, my words. We, right. we, 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 we two friends talking like, um, I don't know what was on the hearts of the other, other judges, but I had to let homegirl know, you know, I'm so sorry that this happened to you. So sorry, but I want you to know that I know you did your very best, but baby girl, girl brought it. we weren't, we were not judging you mm-hmm. on the color of your skin at all. And the saddest thing, well, no, I shouldn't say, I'm just going to say another sad thing is that the winner um, is being ostracized because she won. Right. She she she's another young woman, another young black Aggie. You know, well now I said it. Um, <laughs> who who won, and now she is confronted with this with this belief or this idea that she won because she was light skinned, and that's discrediting the fact that she was so goddamn talented. 
Like the child, the girl went up there. She can't win, y'all. She can't win. Can't she came? She simply came to and, and said it. And and uh, apparently she said it. Like she said it to other women. And she was like, I think I'm gonna win. Right. That's the attitude you're supposed, you're to, have. supposed to have. Like call it cocky, whatever. Call it arrogant. You supposed to who who goes to a scholarship pageant just to get first? You know, I, I'm just gonna. I just want to settle for this. I'm not no shade to anyone who got anything less. But what I'm saying is if you came to a pageant, you ain't come to win. Right. You didn't come to get second place. Why? What's the point? And, and no matter what, whether regardless of whether anything was said or not, there were going to be people, people who were upset. Yeah. Clearly. Because they lost. I so mean, all of the young women, all of the young women brought, um, were given their score sheets. Um, and the, on their score sheets, I took meticulous notes. I took notes on everything. I took notes on the even like every young woman that I, that was in that pageant. I took notes, and I was very I was very honest. I was as honest as possible, but I was also very nervous because I don't like to judge um, women's figures and stuff like that. So I stayed away from stuff like that. Right. Um, and there's one. I'm gonna tell you one thing off, off you know like off the record that that. I, that I noticed, um, and I didn't write it down, but I noticed certain things about each candidate. And, um, you know, I said, you know what? As a, as a man, as a male, there are just some things that I just, I, I can't judge, you know? And so, and I tried to keep it, I kept it neutral across the board. So do you think it should be four women judges or? I think it should be at least, at least either, either equal mm-hmm. or, or more women. Like you know, three three women and one man would have been would have been perfect. Right. You know, um, so I reached out to homeboy who made the comment, um, and um, I te- I emailed him. And so this is where I'm this I'm so glad this this little nugget this morsel popped in to because because I really want to know your thoughts about this too. Um, you know, as someone who is a honey muster. Well, uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Thanks. So I reached out to the, the the gentleman and I let him know because um, he's a professional on this campus, but we're both men. So I'm not, I didn't want to come at him in a disrespectful way because there's no need for disrespect. But mm-hmm. I just said, Hey, um, some words that you said were, um, were very upsetting to one of the, the young women. And um, you, please give me a call so we can, we, we need to rectify this, you know? And so um, he called me immediately, immediately. And uh, immediately be kicking my ass, child. Uh, <laughs> he called me immediately after I sent him the email, and he was he was concerned. He was very concerned. He was very respectful, and um, it was the first time I'll tell you this. He kept saying, he kept calling me sir. He kept saying yes sir, yes sir, no sir. And this is gonna sound so strange, but it was in that moment that I was that I said. No, it's okay for him to call you sir. You're right. you're you're 18 years older than him. Um, yes, child. <laughs> <laughs> you're 18 years older than him. Um, this is his first professional job. He, he can call you sir, and and it's okay that he's nervous because what you're doing is you're trying to make things better for not only you know for for the the brothers in this chapter but for women who want to come into this pageant you know but are afraid because of some some instances of colorism be, you know um being thrown around right. you know allegations of colorism and so um i let him know that it wasn't okay what he did and that she was upset so i said that i suggested to him you know to write to email her 
you know, and, and send her an apology. Um, but he, he said he would, and he was very apologetic. He was very remorseful, and he said he would send me the letter so that I could proofread it. Um, I proofread the letter, mm-hmm. and here's what I'll say, because I don't want to throw that brother under the bus either, but I will say this. An apology is only worth the apology. And that makes, that's going to sound crazy. I'm going to tell you what. You don't apologize if. You apologize because. Yeah. And so you don't say, I apologize if, if I, offend, I offend, uh, offended you. Yeah. Because clearly we understand that honey girl was offended. Sweet sister was offended. <laughs> she was upset. Yeah. She was forlorn. She was, she was oh, for clipped. You know? yeah, she was yeah. for snips. Uh, <laughs> she was in tizzy. Okay. She's pissed off to the highs of pissivity, okay? And so, and so I said, no, no, we we gonna we gonna redo this because because she's not a you don't you don't apologize if you're gonna have to apologize for yeah because it's already done. So um, he did that was very apologetic, very respectful. Um, um, you know, kept saying sir and like it it, it was it might have struck my ego a little bit, but it was more like I'm. I want to stand up, you know. I ain't try. I ain't out here virtue signaling and like that. I'm just saying I want to stand up for what's right, you know. And so, I got a chance to, to talk to almost every young lady, and emotions were high. The other sister, who's Nigerian, who's a who's they're they're both they were both very proud. They're both they're both very oh, they were so proud of where they come from and so proud of where their parents come from. Yeah. And I just to see. To see them crushed, you know, child, that's, it should about to make me cry now because it's 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 bad enough to you know me and Abel talk about this. I think that there's a probably a deeper conversation to be had about being black, you know, and being you know born black American in this country, and then have it being born parent, you know, children of immigrants who are born in Nigeria, right, and you know, Americans. and you know how sometimes there's a clash there. Yeah. There's a clash um, um, of you know culture and class, and sometimes things are said on both sides yeah. that 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 are not they're not okay, you know, um, and but but to listen to a young woman talk about how it made her feel, um, I had to remember that it's not about comparing the struggle. It's about listening to what's going on, listening to what she was saying and how she felt. So the the young woman who was spoken to, she was just like, she was defeated. She was just over all of it. And she wouldn't even look in the camera. And I was, I said, damn, she had this moment where she was, you know, on this high from the pageant. And all of a sudden it, it kind of came crashing down because someone said something about, um, how she talks yeah. and how she presents herself and how it's a bit unrefined. And so that spread to the other Nigerian sister. And I just looked at, I could see it in her eyes. Like she was just hurt because like, you know, it's bad enough. They come into this predominantly white institution trying to, you know, to shine on their own. And then they're told like, Hey, there's something about you. That's a little foreign, you know? Yeah. So, um, and then it poured down to all the other sisters that that who whose parents were born in this country. Um, um, there was there was understanding to a point. There was one sister, the second runner up. Um, she, she was not feeling it at all. She wasn't feeling, you know. But I was there to answer any questions, and she was not feeling me either. Like, 
Because in her mind, I was a part of the problem. Right. You know? She don't know for sure if you didn't say yeah. nothing. Yeah. And 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 even then, and even then, it's like I said, perception is reality. Reality. You know, I was one of three men on that panel. And and so in their minds, how could you possibly tell me about how I should be in a pageant? You know? Now when you look at the score sheets. The score sheets don't base you don't base anything off of like aren't based off of elegance. The scores aren't based off of elegance and you know femininity. Nothing, nothing like that. Mm. It's literally like you know, um, you know, are they sharp? Are you know how are they how are they how are they they how are they um, presenting this? You know, and so like so to that point, still there should have been more women on that panel. Like, if anything, have five judges. You know. Um, either either three women and two men or four women and one man. Like it, <laughs> it, it so they're gonna the winner goes on to regionals and then from regionals to nationals. And in my it just seems so sleazy to me sometimes. Like, and I know this is a part about, you know, if, if any other alpha is listening, like, man, you talking about but it's like these grown men these grown men are watching these women compete, you know, at these regional and national levels and they're being judged, you know, um on their bodies. You know, and and things like that, and that's not who I am. That's not who any of the judges. I feel I can't speak for them. I'm not gonna speak for them, but I feel like we were just judging based off of you know, you know, making sure that it was ta- the, the swimsuits were tasteful, mm-hmm. and making sure that they were you know, if they're gonna sing, sing a song, sing the song. You know, you know, don't mess up. If they were going to dance, be creative. You know, if they were going to speak, speak with confidence. You know, um, make eye contact, you know, show that, show your strength. That's what we were judging on. That's what we were judging based off. And so my notes, my notes were brutally honest, but, but not disrespectful. Right. Um, you know, like, yeah, we'll talk. Um, <laughs> but I was, I was careful not to say anything um, negative. But like I said, that issue of colorism, it stuck with me because that's a very serious accusation. Yeah. And, even though I know beyond a shadow of doubt, I know that th- from me, I wasn't even looking at <laughs> child. I didn't care. I didn't care what shade of brown they were. I was like, are you hitting the, the notes, sis? Are you hitting those? I need to see angles. Like, how is that turn? How's the walk? You know, like, that's what I was looking for. You know, so do you still think, do you think that, well, this is a loaded question because I know the answer, but like, how do you feel um, that colorism persists in this country? You know, like, have you ever, um, you know, f- have you ever felt that you were judged based on off the like the shade of brown that you are? Um, I don't think so. Cause I- because I don't think I'm light skinned. First of all, yeah, you are. I'm, I'm not. I think I'm like medium. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, you don't. I don't think I'm light and I don't think I'm dark. I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle. So um, I don't know. I have not, yeah, since I'm not either extreme, uh, I guess nobody has really come to me um, with that. But I know people that have. Um, and I just, I mean, it's all unfortunate because, like, we all black at the end of the day. Mm. And, like, we all you know, no matter what shape, we still fighting the oppressor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, shit. I That's mean, real. they are the reason why we have colorism. Mm-hmm. 
That's, that's absolutely right. And so, and, and that's and that's true. And so, the and I asked you that question, and I need to be mindful of the the very real fact that um, these are black women, and so they're judged they're judged in a in a different way. They're judged in a, in a different way, and it hurts to hear a black man say to a black right. woman. Girl, that's not it. Right, you were fine. You didn't, you didn't hit that. You didn't hit the marks, and I, I can imagine. I can imagine that's been that's been. Well, I know it's been said time and time and time again. Um, so as a gay man, I I have I have to be honest. I have had struggles with you know. Um, with with you know dealings with black women, because there are times where you know I don't feel man enough, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm gay, um, and there are times where I don't feel black enough because I'm gay among black men, right. and so that's kind of what I wanted to kind of get into yeah. was just you know these feelings of of being you know ostracized, not not even not even necessarily by people's words, but just by the beliefs that people have. I saw some some type of meme that said you know. Um, um, Gays, women, and gays get more respect than black men, and I, I said, you know, education to go, it, it, education to go a long way a long because way. people don't understand that there are gays that are black men, right? So people, so and, and but there were so many, so many people who liked that meme, and it let me know that they see gay black men as others, right? They don't the see gay black men world. as black men, as they see gay black men as other, you know, and. So I, throughout my life, I have had, um, I have had issues identifying as a black person. Um, I know who I am. Mm -hmm. I absolutely know who I am. But there were times in, in grade school and part of college where I just wanted to be just, just me, just Musa. And, but the one thing that I could never escape was my blackness because I was always met with some type of joke or you know, one time, one time I was in somewhere where somebody said, "Dustin, open your eyes. We're all in the dark." Like I remember jokes like that. Oh, but when you're so, but when you're when you're around, so now, when you're around white people or non-black people all the time, sometimes you're not as sharp to get right. those 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 you know. You, you can say it. it to me now. Right. Like, I, sh- <laughs> I I, cl- I clear a bitch quick <laughs> now, but. But then I just was like, you know, I used to kind of like nervously laugh just to just to get along with everybody, you know. Um, there were days when I when I definitely when I snapped out of it, but you know, for the most part, I kept it quiet, you know. So with this being Black History Month, like I, how do you feel about this month, and how do you feel um, like what is how do you observe this month? Um, well, first it, it's interesting because it's also my birthday month so um i try to make sure that you know i am aware of you know the history of my black people and not just stuff that happened like 30 and 40 years ago but the things and accomplishments Mm -hmm. that we are doing now because you know just it's not black history it's black future Black now mm. and black past, like it's 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 an ongoing thing. Come on, black future, black now, <laughs> black past. Oh. So you know, I just want to make you know aware that we are still doing things. We are still out here, child. We are still, um, you know, 
those niggas. <laughs> you know, I, I, I say, and I've always said this: um, black queer men advocate and stand up for injustices toward injustices, injustice <laughs> towards you know um, black men and black women. Um, but I doubt sometimes that they would that that straight black men and black women would stand up for us. Yeah. You know, um it's um it's 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 sad to me sometimes thinking that, you know, if if I was, you know, heaven forbid, if I was murdered by the police and became a hashtag, would I be a hashtag that black people would proudly carry or, or proudly, you know, say my name and things like that, you know, um, and I don't mean any disrespect to anybody, especially, you know, especially black women, because black women, black women also catch that, you know, George Floyd, um, Trayvon Martin, you know, these were black males, you know, whose lives were unfortunately, unfortunately taken from them um, because of racist bigots. Um, but the, their names are plastered everywhere. And but not as much as Sandra Bland. Not as much as a Tatiana Jefferson, um, not as not as much as Rakia Boyd, not as much. And so, um, um, Breonna Taylor, like we forget these black women, we forget them because, in 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 a lot of black men's eyes, you know, yes, it's sad that that these women, black women, died, but the black man is the strength and the pride of the family. Right. The black man needs to be needs to be lauded and 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 and, and celebrated. Um, and and defended and protected because he's being hunted, and this is not just the black man; it's the straight black man. Yeah. It's the cis hetero black man. Because I know they ain't saying about the you know the black girls, but they definitely ain't saying shit about the trans girls. Oh no! Oh well, well, and and and, and let's open it up. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> let's open it up. No, and and but that's God. This could go so many places, and we just wanna. Just hold on, Lord. <laughs> um, but that's why, but that's why we 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 hit back at trans jokes, you know, transphobic jokes that that comedians tell because what they fail to understand is that by telling those jokes to these impressionable people, yeah. they're perpetuating this violence towards trans people, you know, um, who are who, yeah, who are black, yeah. who are black women, who are black men. And but they see us, they other us, they they always other us, you know, um, and so I mean I struggled a lot, you know, with with being open about, and I'm still not as open as I should be about my my sexuality because I know that if something happened to me, you know, would I be othered? Would I be seen as a black man who went through this or as a black man who just happened to be queer? You know, like right. you know, and so, um, yeah, it's. So when I think about Black History Month, um, I'll be honest. Like I have, I have limited bandwidth when it comes to like all of the history that I want to like put. I want to post on Facebook. Mm. I want to take black, you know, these pictures. But I don't. My blackness is not contained in just one month because hell, in March I'm making a Black History March. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. Right, it's gonna be Black exactly. History March, you know. Um, um, and I, um, this month, I've been tired. You know, I, I've seen the, the the stores, Bed Bath and Bed Bath and Beyond, 
Bath and Body Works. Yeah, yeah bath I was call it Bed Bath and Body Works. <laughs> bath and Body Works has a amazing display of these candles and lotions with these, you know, African prints and, prints stuff. and stuff like uh-huh. that. Yeah, so it. what y'all gonna do in March? Y'all just gonna take this shit off the goddamn table? It's March, <laughs> nigga. It's March. <laughs> <laughs> Should I celebrate the leprechaun? Bring the yeah, <laughs> y'all, it's gonna be all green in there. All all that black shit is gonna be put in the back, mm. put in the back market down. It's, it's, child. But what you don't know, the leprechaun is black. But that's another thing. Child, all right, all right. <laughs> so so I mean, Target, yeah, all of these all of these stores, you know, are are prominent prominently displaying, you know, um, um, black themed T shirts and and. Lunch boxes and mm. lip balm and okay. and, st- <laughs> and it's to me it's so patronizing. You know, it's the same way I feel about Pride Month. You know, rainbows be everywhere, bitch. But child, right, so child let that after June, let child. that month end. Take this shit down. Right. We are not gay this month. Damn, you know, sis, sis. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's crazy. You know, like these companies, they. They celebrate, but they celebrate for a very, very for a limited time only. Bitch. For a limited time only, child. It is a limited for a limited sale. time only. Get your um, your lotion for black people and here Negro in Bath, paraphernalia. Bath and Body Works. We've got tribal designs so that you can feel <laughs> like you're part of the tribe, sis. And your um, lotion for a limited time only, girl. Um, yeah. So I, this month, you know, I. I feel like I haven't, you know, I haven't observed Black History Month like I should. I, I, I observe it just by living, you know, right. like just by living my goddamn life. I feel like I'm, I'm observing, observing it. Mm, yes. <laughs> um, but you know, um, all of these things really kind of came crashing down on me when I, when I thought, I think back to the pageant when we should be celebrating Black History on this campus of, you know, seven Black women. You know, who, in my opinion, you know, black women don't get to shine at Texas A&M in any other way but in our own spaces, you know. And so seeing black women proud of themselves, their parents proud of them, um, proud of themselves, their parents proud of them. And like, you know, just seeing them shine on on a special night, um, it's a reminder that, you know, black women are here and they, you know, they stepping out, you know, yeah. like, you know, they're, they're, they're bold, they're beautiful. And there was not one person in that pageant. There's not one black woman in that pageant that I said shouldn't be there, you know, like, because they all deserve to be there and they all deserve to be celebrated and they don't deserve to have someone telling them that you not refined. Right. You, your accent is, is, is one of the reasons why, you know, <laughs> and they're lying about it, like where it came from. Yeah. Uh-uh. So I said, "You boy, you didn't look at me and ask me anything." So it, so it's for me this month. I had so many ideas of things I was gonna, you know, read and and um, ways that I was gonna observe. But it's something that I'm working on for the rest of my life. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to just observe Black History Month on a, on, on February because every day. Every day is Black History Month, child. We can make every day I wake up and breathe is history, child. (laughs) But you know, um, I I want to have somebody come and talk to us at some point, you know, with you know, because we can have a conversation. Because there's no reason to have a conversation about you know, like West African or African um, um, 
black American issues with 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 just two black Americans here. Like we definitely need to like figure out a time to get somebody to come in and 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 talk with us. Um, yeah. um you know, like you know, the first person that comes to mind is Abel. Um, but I don't want to. But you know, first of all, like sometimes on the phone it's harder. Yeah. Um, um, but also like I don't want to put him on the spot. Um, but I, but I definitely feel like we need to have, be able to have a conversation with somebody who understands, you know, I'm not going to tell Abel's story, but, you know, Abel has told me the hurt, the hurtful things, you know, um, and even things that I might've said, you know, not might've, even things that I said, um, uh, to Abel, not in, and not to justify the things I said, but when you say that somebody has an accent or someone is speaking with an accent, that's rude. Um, you know, um, it's in a way you're making fun of the way they speak. Um, and you're telling them that I don't understand what, what, what you are saying, the words that are coming out of your mouth are unintelligible and I can't understand them. And, you know, the first time Abel told me that, that I said something like that, it pissed me off. I immediately made myself the victim and he calmly, you know, like told me like, no, this is what you did. And I was reluctant and I pushed back. This was it's like 12, 10, 12 years ago, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and but he told me that what I said offended him. And I had to check myself. And I think that we ha- that's what we that's what I was what I want to talk about as well. Like we have to press reset and we have to undo some of the things that we learned. Like we learned we learned some very we ran, we learned some very um um what's the words gosh words are slipping away from me um we learned some very elitist empirical white supremacist patriarchal behavior and and, and vocabulary and we learned how to judge our brothers and sisters based off of this standard mm-hmm. there's a standard in this country that not only should you speak a certain way, you should dress a certain way, you should act a certain way. Your hair um, should be a certain way. Yeah. I was watching. I was watching an interview between uh, Tanhasi Coates and another brother. I forget his name. Who is this black liberal? But he's not. He's more conservative. Um, and I just think that some people are. And he's he's well respected, um, a celebrated author. I forgot the, the man's name, but. People like him who have been lauded as this this scholar, you can't tell them nothing. You know, you can't tell old black folks anything either. Sure, so, you know, yeah. if they feel like they know, you know, what's up with all this hip hop and people getting little splits in their hair and 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 sagging their pants, like that stuff is so old and passe. Like, but it's it's a um, ooh, child. When I tell you words, words, words are slipping away from me. Silly. Respectability politics, like you know, every yes. everything, a lot, a lot that a lot of of our elders or people a few years older than us or people like in our age group, um, a lot of them, you know, they 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 approach certain topics from this angle of, you know, white supremacy. Right. And so um we have to unlearn these things. We have to we have to unlearn um this idea of 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 elegance and poise and grace and and um um, someone being polished in in such a way, you know, um, and basing it off of white standards, stand, white standards, yes, yes, mm-hmm. and 
so we, we have a long way to go, but those are some of the things I've been thinking about. Um, but on, on that, I've been thinking about ways that I show up in white spaces, ways that I have um, kind of like suffocated my true black self because I wanted to be likable. I wanted to be liked by these white people or non-black people. And I've been telling you about this. That's kind of how I feel about, you know, my involvement with the theater that I'm a part of. You know, I, I feel sometimes that I have to mold my blackness or I've had to because I'm not doing it. Anymore. I'm not doing that That's anymore. Right. I'm, not, I'm not doing it. But I've had to mold my blackness to in, in such a way that would not be um, upsetting to to them or off putting to them, you know, to, to these non-black people. And I can't do that shit anymore. But I've been doing it, and I've but I've been doing this. You know this. I've been doing mm. this since before I moved back to College Station. So, <sighs> what do you think about the pageant and that mishap? Um, I agree that uh, I mean having it needs to be more women mm-hmm. on the panel because um, there's just something not right with a group of men judging <laughs> like women and their bodies and all this other stuff bodies that they don't have mm-hmm. uh <laughs> so like anyway but um i was wondering did were you the only one that uh said anything to the girls like that had an issue like like tried to apologize. The reason for... why the reason why I was is because I'm the advisor. Oh, okay. So I was trying to smooth it over and let them know that that's not how we operate. So I don't know that the other two judges even caught wind of what happened. Um, I should reach out to them, yeah. but but I felt like if they hear it from me that that there was no that that we didn't conspire, um, then they know. And I had to be. I, I was I was like I said I was gentle, but I was very honest. Yeah, and I said. We want to talk about y'all, like, like. So go ahead. Go so, ahead. but do you think that maybe the guy and the well, the two guys and the other girl mm-hmm. did talk? No, they didn't. They didn't talk. Okay, so I mean, then I feel like that dude also needs to apologize <laughs> to the rest of the people on the panel because, like, you lied about you know some your own issues with this girl, and you know <clears throat> you making them feel bad. For something that you, that you know that it's 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 on you, mm-hmm. but uh, I feel like it needs to be a public apology. <laughs> what you want to do with that? At Chatters? I don't know. He need to write an email to everybody that was involved. Yeah, and be like, you know, this was on me. None of the other, you know, judges had anything mm-hmm. to do with this. You know, and I apologize for it. And let that be it. Yeah, uh, and he need not be part of any other pageants. No, that's true. That's true. And you know. Him being young is not an excuse. Um, I understand that he is young, um, but being young does not mean that you. It's not. It's not the being young part. It's him. Un, him needing to understand that that what he said were, were some stereotypical comments. They, they were. They were very prejudiced comments about a sister. Um, because you know that her parents are from Africa. Right. Like, she was born in Africa. She's lived in Austin, Texas most of her life, you know? Um, so how how does she all of a sudden, you know, have an accent? 
She, <laughs> I mean, I heard I've heard Dallas accent strong. Like she didn't have she didn't have an accent. Like she the sis didn't have an accent. Yeah, you know, against her personally. So I, you know, and I don't even know. But but like, but before we go on, I, I, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna harp on it. The 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 young sister who won, like I said, it. I feel I feel bad for her as well because. She, all she did was came. She came. She came to win. Right. And now she's probably questioning herself. You know, maybe I didn't win. You know, because maybe I was not supposed to win. Well, let me be very clear. She know. She knew who she was. <laughs> she and, and and that's why this is where it's a little slippery. But but I'm but I stand firm in in what I believe. Um. And, and so here's the other part. And this is the part where I had to swallow my own pride. So. Like I said, I didn't know this young woman, and I have no reason to lie about. Like these people aren't paying my bills. Like I have no reason to lie about this. But um, I found out that she was one of my students, mm. one of my one of my students, and so after she won, you know, we we highlighted her as a part of my program. But I took a picture with her and posted it on Instagram, you know, and um, one of the brothers asked me to take it down because or change the caption. Because it looked like favoritism. I got mad about that, but I was like, nah, you're right. Like, it does look like favoritism, but I can't stress to you enough. Child, I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> like, because right. like, if she would have messed up, I would have docked them. And she did. She, they wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't perfect. Um, she just, she just, she came to, she came to win. And so, you know, I only, I only docked points where I needed to, to dock points. I only took out points where I needed to. That's the nature of a pageant. Somebody yeah. gonna win. Somebody you know? gonna win. And a lot of people gonna lose. Yes, a lot of people <laughs> gonna lose, and especially when it's a, and it's a smaller when it's a smaller group as it was, people's feelings are hurt, you mm. know, and rightfully so because they've heard this 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 outrageous news that, that the judges were all against them. Right. And so you know, but there's also a thing called telephone, where someone hears a message and tells someone else, and the message by the time it gets to the next person, it's completely different. So. So yeah, so all that, you know, but it, but it should have been a time for us to celebrate celebrate our blackness at a predominantly white institution. There was there was not a there was not a white soul in the crowd, and that also says something about the institution and and the people that that come to it. You know, um, we don't have homecoming at our university like HBCUs and things mm-hmm. like that. You know, we don't. So we have these types of these the yeah, yeah. we have okay. these pageants <laughs> where where young black women can can be celebrated and uplifted and so it, unfortunately that was not the case with um the the women that night so um but shout out to them they were all they were all very beautiful they all did their thing and then when i say beautiful like i don't mean just on the inside i got to meet i mean on the outside i got to meet them and got to know them um that day and got to hear them talk and share their hearts so they were beautiful outside and in um but i really like I said, we're gonna have to get some people, you know, because I we definitely want to share perspective with you know, our Nigerian brothers and sisters, our Ethiopian brothers and sisters, because it it doesn't. At the end of the day, we all black people. All black, <laughs> like and don't like need to we be are fighting each other. We and yeah, and, and it doesn't need to happen that way. So, um, so that's that. So this Black History Month, you know, the rest of this month, I'm I'm just trying to focus on my on my own self. And my own mental health and my own wellness, um, because there have been a few times where I feel like um, where I haven't felt appreciated or I haven't felt that 
uh, people respect my blackness. Um, so, so I've been, I've been, I've been thinking about that. Um, something I want to talk about. I know that, um, shit, by the time this era of the Super Bowl have been coming gone, <laughs> but, um, uh, did we get it together? Did we talk about this in the, in the last episode? About the Super Bowl. I don't think so. We didn't get a chance to talk about it. Mm-mm. Wait. Yes, we did. It looked, I don't remember. We just okay. So, yeah. So, th- it, well, this this point goes back to um, Snoop Dogg saying that there, would, there wouldn't be any, um, any wardrobe malfunctions. Kind of making fun of Janet. Here's the thing. Oh, yeah. We did talk about this. We did, but we didn't go into depth about right. this. Um, so, Janet Jackson, a black woman who, you know, had, her, you know, thing exposed. Right. By Justin Timberlake and Keep Punk Ass. Well, yeah. And so, <laughs> so, Snoop Dogg saying that, to me, I think he forgets the way that Janet Jackson was publicly ostracized, punished, and blacklisted. For something that wasn't even her fault. For something that wasn't even her fault. And here you go making fun of it. And he don't see the he don't see it as a problem. He don't see it as an issue. All he knows is that he was just being funny. And that's the problem with sometimes sometimes we as men do things like that. We as men say and do things that like that, and, and and if you have a problem with it, then you're being too sensitive. Yeah, you know, and and that's that's an issue because you could have kept that shit to yourself. To you didn't yourself, need to say that. Child. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't even need to say that. Like they just. Doctor Dre said some stupid shit too at the press conference, and Mary J. Blige just sitting in between the two of them, and I was like, "Oh, sweetheart, I w- I just wish you. I wish you, you didn't have to do this with these with these niggas." Right. Like. You know, Snoop Dogg talking about wardrobe malfunctions. Dr. Dre talking about he had to keep um, Eminem and Snoop for pulling they, they dicks out, you know, in, in, at the and Super Bowl. And you got this woman in between y'all. Woman in between. And y'all disrespecting, like, It's women. just, like, and, and I just don't think that people trash. understand. Like, it's like this, you know, not only did you disrespect Janet Jackson, but you disrespecting Mary J. Blige right here. And people might say, well, you being too sensitive. No, just letting you know what it is. Right. Letting you know what it is is not being too sensitive. It's just letting your black ass know what it is. And... I I think to myself, and I'm 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 going back to the pageant too. Like, I'm sorry that like black women got to endure that shit, you know, because I I've been a part of the problem. I've been a part of the problem plenty of times, you know. I've definitely been part of the problem and and have had you know my personal issues with centering myself in conversations, you know, about black women. And so this is gonna this we going we going all the way back to a topic we discussed last time. Um, with the whole um, uh, Nelly and his penis thing. Right. So here's this. You know, when I, f- I saw some of the tweets about people saying it was small and things like that, and I was like, child, what y'all... What, what what y'all want? Like what y'all what y'all what, what y'all need working with? Like this, like what's what's the, what's the issue? You know, and so um so men were men were men were butt hurt. You know, <laughs> were butt hurt and talking about you know if it was she was on the other foot, y'all would be mad if we was talking about y'all how fat y'all are. But I, then I thought, but you do. but you do all the time. You do, you do judge women for the way their bodies are shaped. We've we've been doing that, like right. like, and I say we as men, like yeah. I mean may, maybe we don't be like you know look at her big fat, but like <laughs> but but and so women were saying that women were like women were saying you 
you are going to to defend this man, but you would never defend a woman when a, when a man is calling her fat mm-hmm. or you know. And so these men were like, "What if the shoes on?" And black, I saw this, and I we, we've said this before. I saw this in very smart brothers, and I always say it: straight cishead black men are the white people of black people. Child, yes, they are. <laughs> because, because it's the same thing when a, when a white person says something, well, look, he said it. He said it. Why can't I say it? What? Y'all do this. And it's like you're pointing fingers, you're splitting hairs, and somehow you think that you're, that you're right. Man, Facebook, Facebook and Twitter are both where intellect go to die because I have seen some of the stupidest things, you know, on Facebook and Twitter. And I try, I tell myself, that's not your business. Don't engage them people. But sometimes it's like, I just want you to know that I see your shit (laughs) and you are raggedy as fuck. Um, So, so I, so as I immediately, as I initially thought, yeah, man, like stop, stop talking about men's dicks. Like, like that's, you know, I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw the video. (laughs) (laughs) I saw the video. You just, you know, for, you know, for for educational, for educational purpose. purposes, no, right. so we can do research for our podcast. Yes. You understand what I'm Got saying? You. Um, and, and and I, you know, I said, you know, it's relationship penis. <laughs> There's that. Um, for co- questions, comments, and concerns, <laughs> please email us at childpodcast at gmail.com. That's child with four eyes. Thank you. So yes. Um, so yeah, for men saying, you know, well, women do this to us all the time, but it's like you've been judging women right. based on their bodies. So I mean, both it's wrong in both cases, but like y'all been doing it, y'all yeah. have to get some of the flag too. It's, yeah, it is what and it so, is. And so yeah, so it's it's it it is hard to undo programming that tells us that women, black women especially, always have to get you know, be hated on or, or road and and drug and you know and dogged for for this that and the other. Um, that that is conditioning that is that is hard to undo, but we have to, we have to. And just because you heard a black woman say this to you, or just because you ain't getting no play, homie, like that's that's what bothers me. Like they take their own personal situations and circumstances and then they, they, they say to themselves well she said this to me so I you know I don't know why y'all tr-. calling people simps like like straight black men have have developed ways um, to deflect and try to still sound educated now let me say this we don't I don't have to give this this, this disclaimer please understand if you are educated and you understand that that these are these are words when I say black men, if you are immediately offended by it, I'm talking to you. <laughs> and if you're not, then we're not talking about exactly. you. Exactly. Exactly. If you're offended by what I'm saying, then I am then I am talking directly to you because you have at some point exhibited this raggedy trash can juice behavior. So Well the hell then nigga, we knocking at your door. <laughs> <laughs> Answer so, it. Answer it. <laughs> so yeah, so 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 this Black History Month, I'm just trying to be more aware of myself and how I treat myself and how I treat others. Um, I am I am going to be honest about how I feel in, in certain spaces um, where my blackness is placed on a pedestal, but I'm not appreciated. I'm going to walk away from situations 
where I'm not appreciated. I'm going to walk away from people who don't appreciate me. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing this Black History Month. Yes. I'm just keeping it black. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Ooh, Jesus. That's the funniest video ever in the world. So I know we got it. It's, it's very short and sweet. But you never have a child, please. Sure, I had one last week. Yeah, Thank but you, you never have a child, please. I feel like I feel like I always child, have a my child, whole please. life is a child, please. <laughs> no, it's not a child. Uh, no, I have. I, I'll I'll say something. Um, because you be looking at your phone, looking real mad. So no, it has nothing to do with my child, please. <clears throat> um, my job with they bitch asses. Mm, yes, they uh they've been hiring people <laughs> and paying them more than the people that have been there for five or six years. Bitches. And so I just got a raise, like maybe like a four months ago, mm-hmm. and I just found out somebody else's pay. Bitch, no, no, <laughs> and it's higher than mine, and I have an issue. <laughs> I have an issue. I took a double pop. Okay, <laughs> what? And like so, would it be? And then now we've there. There was a switch of managers, so the manager that I asked for a raise is no longer my manager. Mm. Black woman, mm-hmm. of course, I had no problem going to her asking for the raise. She's like, "Yeah, all right," because mm. I also threatened to quit. <laughs> <laughs> but now uh, this other person is, you know, a Hispanic woman, a woman that me and her have already had beef. Mm-hmm. And, like, for the first six months of her job being there, we didn't talk because we had issues. Mm-hmm. And she knows to stay out of my way and I stay out of hers. But now, <laughs> now she, at that point, she was, like, an assistant manager mm-hmm. of something else. But now she's an assistant manager, which is over my department. Yeah. And so I had to talk to her all the time directly. I mean, she's trying to be my friend and stuff like that, but I don't know mm. if I can go to her. Yeah. And be like, I need another raise. So how do you even get your raise? <laughs> Playing games. Either way, because she's also been, um, lots of people have been saying she's been hiring people of her kind and paying them higher than everybody else Lord. at the job. Wow. That's a, lot of, a lot of unethical things happening down. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so, know. you know, that, that is my child, please. Like, child, because y'all don't appreciate, because mm-hmm. first of all, the turnover rate of my job is high. Mm-hmm. They lose people all the time. Yeah. And the people that's been there, Five or six years or longer, y'all treat them like shit. Mm-hmm. And you hire these new people at higher than the people that are there. That's like, okay, all right, I'm getting mad. <laughs> Chop, please. <Bye. laughs> so, part of my <laughs> part of me rediscovering myself is understanding that I can be proud, I can be loud, um, but. My words don't always come. My words will sometimes come with consequences. So I enter into this space acknowledging that I may say something that offends someone or a group of people who may listen to this podcast, Um, but I can't be real 
by keeping all of this shit to myself and not saying it. So um, these are just some of the things that I deal with. Um, for over a year, I guess, I served on the board for um, a theater, a community theater in town. And I think that I was onboarded, <laughs> onboarded on board, um, for a few reasons. But I also think that that me being black had something to do with it, because um, this was not too long after, um, you know, George Floyd was murdered, I believe, um, and you know there was some there was some uncertainty. And this was also a time when the theater was pushing, you know, togetherness and diversity and, and black voices need to be heard. You know, black voices were on podcasts. You know, I shared an episode of a, of a podcast um, with with a friend from the theater and I haven't done one since. <laughs> um, but I was um, I accepted the, the offer to become a part of this board and I went in with the wrong energy. I went in with this idea that I needed to um, assimilate to what was already going on, what was already the culture of the board. And in doing that, um, I silenced myself whenever there were issues, when there were problems, and there were things that I could have stood up for. So that was my fault because I was being the me that I thought that they that they wanted, um, because there was you know there was no problems. Mm. I didn't have I didn't have many issues. There were some big things that occurred that I'm not going to talk about because they involve other people. But what I can speak about are issues directly related to me. So, um, life life got to be a lot for me, you know, um, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Life got to be a whole lot, and I had to start. I had to let some things go, and I'd been, I'd been trying to quit the board for a long time. You know, my partner, um, you know, was saying don't do it. Uh, one of my friends was saying don't do it, and so I stuck. I I, I stayed with him. You know, I stuck beside him. <laughs> um, you know, in, in hopes that things would get better. But I noticed that even in my own self, like my 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 desire to be a part of the board, it was just it was waning. Like it was it just wasn't happening. Um, and I think in a large part of that was me not feeling like I connected with many people on the board. You know, there's some there, and and let me be very clear, there were great people on that board, people that I've had the opportunity to, you know, to connect with um, on a deeper level. But um, as I began to, you know, quit things left and right, child, um, I sent in a letter of resignation on February 1st. You know, you know I, I drafted the email um, sometime in January. <laughs> it just took me a long time to just, you know, in, and when I sent the email, when I pressed send, I said, what the fuck did you just do? Because I still was, I was still gonna be on the board. I, I need, I, I'm glad that my my thumb just went, my 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 finger just went click, you know, and I didn't think about it anymore. Um, well, 
until I was like, what did you just do? <laughs> you know, and so um, I checked my email that evening because I sent it in the morning. I checked my email that evening, no response. I checked my email every day um, for the next 10 days, no response. And so on the 10th day, um, I emailed the secretary, who's a really, really sweet person. Um, I like her a lot. Um, I emailed her and let her know um, that I had sent this email to the president of the board. And um, I wasn't sure that she got it. She'd received it, so I wanted to send it to to the secretary um, so that she'd have it on record. And so her response was, yeah, we got it. I heard. Or she said, I'd heard. Mm. And so... And nobody responded. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, let me tell this fucking story. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, for 10 days, no one responded. So I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if they just decided not to accept it or or they were trying to figure out what to say, but no one said anything. And so um, I reached out to another board member, um, and he didn't even know that it had happened. So I'm guessing that only a few people were told. But even in, in that, when I – my expectation was, especially because we were – we are a board that preaches, you know, that – that preaches family, you know, and diversity and inclusion and, 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 and mental wellness and things like that. It's especially in the wake of, of, of this racial pandemic we've been going through, um, you know, preaching this, um, I would have thought somebody would have been like, you know, Hey bro, we sorry to see you go. Right. Um, we wish you all the best, you know, um, did you get your luggage? You know, like, <laughs> you know, I, but there was none of that. There was, there was when you're ready. There was, <laughs> child. that should be my child, please. I, I'm, I'm child. That, that story is still pending. Um, <laughs> But we'll, we'll 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 touch on that in a little bit. But like just what briefly. But you know, I felt I felt um, unseen. I felt like I wasn't heard. And you know, when I thought about it this morning, I was I said, I'm so over this because I who I am and how I show up as a black man in that in that in those spaces sometimes isn't always authentic because I think that people don't know how to take, I think we said this, I think people don't know how to take me in that that situation, Mm. in in that space, um, because I'm not like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing about me that's so unique from from anyone else, but there's something about the way I am that, that people in that, in those spaces, they don't always feel comfortable around me, even though I'm, I'm just me. I'm, I'm no one else. I, I, I don't put on, I don't take off. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I'm just me. So in being me, in learning to love myself and to appreciate myself, you taught me a very valuable lesson yesterday. Um, you know, um, yesterday, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> you know what I um, You know, someone, someone said something to me um, in, a, in, a, in a status and I second guessed myself. I was like, "That's not, that's not what he means. He didn't mean that." And you told me you were like your feelings are valid. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you feel something, what it might not be what it is, but the fact that you feel it means that your your feelings are valid. Right. And we know, and we knew from jump, Child, we knew what he was talking about. We knew what he was talking about, but instead, 
But instead, I go down this rabbit hole of, and I, and I, I even, I, not only did I ask you, I asked Abel, who said the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was right, like, Abel. Abel was like, what's what? What do you what do you mean? Like, this is exactly what he meant. Exactly. And then I asked, mm. and and uh, and they were like, you know, no, that's not what that means. Um, you know, and so I was torn. Because I was like, somebody needs to tell me something because I'm I'm, I'm clickety click bangity bang on this on this keys and I'm finna let him know what it really ti is. Yes. And so, um, when I when I brought it up, there was a spin. You know, like mm-hmm. he spun it. Mm-hmm. So that is not but, nothing new. But but what I'm learning is that even if I'm wrong, I still need to be myself, be authentic. Like it, even if you know he might he might let's say he's able to prove to me that I'm dead ass wrong. That may whatever the case may be. At least I stood on my own ten and That's said, right. you know what, this is still how you made me feel. Yeah. This is how I feel. So it feels good to to embrace who I am. And I still, it's a lot I got to get through. It's a whole lot that I have to get through when it comes to um, recognizing my blackness and embracing my blackness um, and knowing and, and understanding that there are going to be people who don't embrace it. But I can't do nothing for them, you know. So, I'm black, you black. Um, (laughs) We black together. We black together. Um, Gay, um, trying to make pay. Uh, (laughs) Higher pay, higher. Higher, higher. Higher, yeah. Y'all don't understand. Y'all don't understand how we are. Y'all can't, y'all can't be, y'all can't be as close as us. It it, it hurts you so deeply. I know. We we do this quite. This is the second time this has happened on our podcast, like in 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 less than a month. So right, things are think. Y'all give us money, y'all give us money. We are we are talented. Okay, you know it's probably listen. You know what? If something would ever happen, Josh, where where this podcast took off. It's gonna be some upset people because we did do an episode. We told folks that they were in the can't sing. Uh, <laughs> and those probably gonna be people that's gonna try to give us a job. You know, but it, all these people that who we said who can't sing or can't sing, I still enjoy some of their music. Yeah, like, no, real, it's a, real you know, it is what it is. Yeah, you it, know, people people's egos, child. You child, know, it, it, whatever, child, because I because I got them too, so I I yeah I know how it is. But um um. So I think we can look forward to continuing, you know, this thing. We're in our second season. Um, I think that as we start to do, you know, more frequent podcasts, and um, we want y'all to really, like, please, please, please send us, like, things you want us to talk about. Come on. Now, gay niggas. Um <laughs> I know y'all want to talk about stuff. If you don't feel comfortable emailing us, or if you don't want to email us, just you know you can post a a, a note underneath our um, our Instagram uh, post, or you can send us, you can DM us. But we want to talk to y'all. Like we don't, you know, we we want to talk about things that y'all might be interested in. Um, give us a topic. Let us riff on that. Like we're good for that. You know, sometimes we be sitting here like, child, what is it to talk Shout about? Because we talk a lot. You know, um, but. I mean, there's somebody out there who told me that they were going to send questions a couple of weeks ago, and they have not. So, sir, I need you to get up on it, and I know you will be listening to this episode, so do it. Thanks. Yes, thanks. Um, You know, we want to... To welcome y'all in, bitch. Like, like come in and, 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 and ask questions so we can talk. So, again... 
you can send, you can DM us and all of that good stuff. You can also email us. And so we want to, again, say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to our humble little podcast. And yes. we are going to continue to, like, determine ways to... Um, you know, reach bigger audiences, and and we have to start doing some TikTok stuff soon. Mm, um, <laughs> because we like, honestly, I know I know somebody out there feel us. You know, I know there are people out there that probably think the same things, and I I know there are probably people who are gonna hear our podcast and they're gonna turn their you know their nose up at us because you know we are not perfect we are not professionals we not preachers teachers or, or reachers child sure. um so just know that a lot of this is for entertainment purposes you know but we'd be having real last experiences out here so do you have anything else on tonight on tonight um no i think that's the- <laughs> I think no that's, that's it you're such a rude person what, what, what's your sign aries no <laughs> Capricorn Aquarius. I'm glad you took I was singing in my head. Oh, yes. I am an Aquarius. Yes. Before we close, I just want to say that I um I dug into my pocket to get my wallet out okay. so that I could purchase um some Ivy Park from Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter. Yes. And um I am happy to say that you will see me pummeling down um <laughs> in a full ass suit with some red flip flops on and pink socks because I'm gonna wear them bitches to with everything. Yes. I'm wearing them with e- I'm wearing them with everything. <laughs> because I don't do shit like that. I'm not one of those people that that just that just buys things because the celebrity has their name on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know and I'm, you gotta impress me, right. you know. And so, when I waited, I waited because I waited because I was like interested in the rush and everything of like, ooh, you know, because you told me how to do it. You like, you better, you better put your card in and get ready. Right. And so I waited for two hours for that thing to drop. And when I went in there, I, I realized that child, what I wanted. Anybody else give a shit about them right. socks and them and them slides? They gonna be there for weeks. They gonna be there for weeks. I was like, I was gonna feel happy if my stuff, the stuff I wanted, was sold out, but they didn't care about them. But I'm still gonna rock them to the fullest, and and, and, and y'all gonna see. It. And y'all, I'm I'm wearing them with everything because mm-hmm. Beyonce took eighty six dollars of my money, uh-huh. and um, I, you know, we don't have an album yet. And <laughs> it's um, shout out to her for for her her Oscar nomination. Yes. Um, by the time it's coming up, we'll, we'll know, right? When is that? No, no, we we still in Black History Month. Oh, this is Grammys. The no, Grammys like, is in March twenty seventh. Yeah, so it's in February. It's That's gonna be it's gonna be Black History March. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Okay. So <laughs> so hope she wins that. Um, but yeah, so it's it's an exciting time for. For us Beyonce fans, because Beyonce cooking something, we just don't know what she's cooking. Um, It's colorful. I think it might even be floral. But um, who's to say? I don't know what this is. Yeah. Um, And it's not going to be called B7. It's just what what we as fans call it, because it's her seventh seventh solo studio album. Right, just like there's R8 that we waiting on. Yeah. From Rihanna. Yeah. 
which I good luck on that because she is pregnant. But she just she just said, but she just said that y'all still gonna get y'all music. She said it real. She said a real stunt attitude. Let's well, it's it's how I came off in in typing. Y'all still gonna get y'all. Oh yeah, Rihanna pregnant. Yeah, she is pregnant. We can talk about that. You know, I just try to keep my, I try to keep my, my I try to keep my my uh, my face out our pregnant folks business. You know what I'm saying? Because child, I can tell so you, I didn't know her and that boy was even dating. What's that boy name? ASAP Rocky. Yes, that's younger. Yeah, ASAP. I didn't know know they was dating. I know I saw them at the Met Gala together. Yes, I was like, why are they together? He had like a, <laughs> he had like together. a crunchberry blanket on. Right. Yeah. I'm like, why are they walking together? But you know, um, together. some dude some dude got real tight on Twitter because it said. Um, billionaire makeup uh, mogul fashionista fashion designer um, Rihanna um, um, expecting first baby with rapper ASAP Rocky. I said, "What's what's the problem?" Because <laughs> it is what it is. What's the problem? Did what? What was a lie? So I was like, "Y'all need to put some respect on ASAP Rocky's name." I was like, "Sure." What, what, what else he else done? done? <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you, what did he do? Right. <laughs> like, Besides rapping, what do you know him for? I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not sure what they were expecting Child, for him. ASAP Rocky. She has Beauty. a. She has a whole holiday. And she has the the key to Barbados. She they named her an ambassador of Barbados. Child. Like. What he what he what he done done? I don't I don't I couldn't get besides knock her up. People like I swear it's not there's no agenda that is trying to take out the black man. Like it's it's not happening, sis. <laughs> so and when I said sis, I meant CIS. Thanks. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So anyway, y'all y'all be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Wash your hips and your dips and your slips. <laughs> <laughs> Wash your hands and please stop touching each other. Um, go get vaccinated, boosted, and shoosted, girl. Yes, so we love y'all very much. We out. Bye. Bye.